Phil's engine repair books were doing absolutely terribly on the market. He had them on Amazon, but he wasn't managing to get any sales. He had changed an awful lot of things in order to see if he could improve something, but it had no impact at all on getting these books to sell. But maybe he was overlooking something. That's one of the reasons why in today's video, we are going to discuss how I would learn to find a title if I could start all over. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. So the thing is, Phil, he lives in Phoenix, Arizona, and he's a mechanic by trade, but he's been trying his hand at self-publishing. He's been putting out books that are covering engine repairs. So they're sort of like engine repair manuals, but in a sense, covering it at a different angle than maybe a lot of other books. So not like the bore, boring and bland type of normal engine repair type of things you would find sometimes if you buy them from the manufacturers themselves, thinking that this could possibly be a market where there's a lot of people who would like to repair engines themselves, they just don't know how to do it. So he's trying to build this audience by using his books as his primary means, because his ultimate goal is to see if he could replace his day job as a mechanic. The problem though, he just simply was not seeing any sales coming through and he knew something was not quite right. So he wanted to figure out what exactly was going to be necessary in order to get these sales to go up. And if he didn't manage to do this, that would be not so good with his plans of maybe building this into something much bigger and this being on the value ladder, like a first level entry point for many of the people who would start to buy this to show that there's actually even an interest out there, but he couldn't figure out what he had to do to unleash that. So a couple of things he did was he thought that maybe his books were still using too much of the jargon that would be within the normal mechanical repair stuff when you're dealing with engines and stuff. And so he could simplify it. So he tried that, but that did no impact at all on sales. The other thing he thought was maybe I just, my books don't have enough pictures in them. And so he started adding more images into his books, but that also resulted in not any sale increase whatsoever. So clearly that was also something that wasn't really going to move the needle. So what happened finally was he was watching my YouTube videos and he realized he could just book a free discovery session where I would just be able to take with no commitment, go through his specific book and figure out what was going wrong because there's always something going wrong. And the thing is I've seen thousands of books and gone through all of these things in tons and tons of sessions where we're looking at books and finding out what is the thing that's causing them not to sell and what changes can be made in order to bring about the sales. So I took a deep dive looking right during this discovery session at his exact books and I noticed something very important here and this is the thing I would do if I started all over and he would too. It is the titles that he was choosing. The titles didn't tell us anything about the books. They were really clever titles regarding engines and motors and things like that but nothing about specifically what exactly the value offering would be. Like if there's particular types of problems that people are facing or specific issues that people have with their motors or things they want to do to the motors to improve their performance, this was simply missing from the titles. He had decided to go instead for clever titles, making up his own words in some ways in order to put that in there. And this was creating all sorts of problems for him. And so the second thing is what he, needed to do and what he should do if he's starting all over on the title front is using 
the correct keywords in the titles. Now there's a couple tricks here. Your primary title, it's not so significant unless we're in, on, in the nonfiction area, then it should be the primary keyword, like fix your this type of engine where you would have it actually making the promise of what it is. Learn how to do this easily fixing this exact engine um, as opposed to some other title which would be the easy way, but it could apply to anything. And so we wanna make sure it's very, very clear. If it's the, if it, with, if it were had been within the non within the fiction area, then your main title is not so important. But at least in terms of nonfiction, we want to make sure there's no misunderstanding what exactly this book is about. So it just comes straight out. The second thing and the very important part, it is in the subtitles. And when we get to the subtitles, it needs to in the fiction side say who is this book for. In that, so for uh, women between this age and this age, or not necessarily like that, but it would be like in this phase of life or w people who are interested in reading uh, science fiction or whatever. But, but for Phil's case, he needed to specify this is for people who want to fix engines themselves. So one of the things would be the who audience. The second thing would be, especially in the nonfiction, would be what exactly is the value offering? In other words, what, um, and there's a couple ways of this, what problem do we have? The person who's gonna be reading this book has a problem. So you can have that problem in the subtitle. The other thing would be the solution, like simple steps to go about fixing things. So it's the idea of what is the solution we're offering? And then the final thing is the benefit of it all, which would be an engine is smooth or ultra powerful or more reliable or requires less maintenance. All of these sorts of things would be exactly the sort of things that Phil would want to do with that subtitle so that we're getting really close in. We're focusing on the marketing side. The role of the title and the subtitle is not a place to be clever. The role of this title and subtitle is to tell, tell people you should click on this title, you see the cover, click on that title and it will pull you into the sales page, which then has a, another purpose. But if they don't even get into the sales page on Amazon, you have no chance of making a sale. That is the reason why your cover, first of all, needs to tell very clearly what kind of book this is. They need to know immediately, even if I couldn't read the words, I should be able to guess what kind of book it is just from the cover. But then when we see the cover, we're like, wow, that's a pretty impressive cover. I see it has an engine on the cover, for example, the exact engine you're gonna tell me how to fix, Phil, right? And then we go to the next level down, we look at that title, and the title is just telling us the same thing. And the cover also, if you see the, the title, sticks out. It shows us exactly what we're promising to be able to do. If you get this book, here is what you get. So it's very, very clear. And then the subtitle goes into the pain points, the solution a little bit, and then the benefits we're gonna get if we get this book. The one thing we never do is tell them exactly all those steps. We do not do that. That's what they get the book for. They wanna know the how exactly to do this. That's what they get the book for. But everything else, they're able to learn it through these other aspects here where you're going to have the subtitle telling them exactly what they need to know in order to move things forward. And so we were moving through this, these, this issue of the title, the subtitle, and this is, this is these are the very things that I discovered as I was going, I had to go back and rechange the titles on some of my books, specifically to make sure I was not breaking these rules. And this is what I'd done if I had, right from the very beginning, I would have re not underestimated the importance of having a correct title and not trying to be clever with the titles, which I was, I make up own words and things like that. It's a terrible idea. You wanna make sure your value proposition is right in that title and that you're, the person is gonna purchase the book or evaluate. In reality, they're not gonna buy the book based on the title, they're gonna click because of the title. And that will then pull them into the sales page and the bio and the pricing and all look inside and all of these. 
These will impact whether they actually buy the book. But that's a very important point. And Phil started to, you could see things started to turn. He started to make a little bit of sense for him. And it was just a one free discovery session. I haven't actually had any sessions beyond that point with Phil on this particular point here. I did follow up just to see how things had gone. And that's one of the reasons why you can check out below in the description and just sign up for a free discovery session with no, no commitments. We're going to take a look. We're going to do a deep dive. If you haven't even written the book, we can push, take you through that exactly how we can see if it's going to be a profitable market. And if you've already written it, we can show you how to reposition it for completely free. So there's, it's a, it's a no brainer. Just sign up and I'll see you there. But let's get back to Phil. So the final one is he started to realize he was going to need to change the titles of his books. The problem being there, it was that if you do that, that creates problems in Amazon. You can't just throw out, oh, here's edition two of a book you just came out with a month ago or something, because then you have to say something in the, you have to start wasting space in the description telling them, that, okay, look, this is an updated version of this book, but such and such a percent have to actually be updated. And it's just not what you want to do. In a lot of the cases, unless our first book was a crazy success, it's actually a correct idea. Just take the first book down and put this new one up. It'll get a new ISBN number. It's going to get a lot of new stuff that's going on with this particular book and we're just going to get it onto the market instead okay and then the other book it just disappears but the new book that's the one the downside is you sometimes can lose reviews but i had recently one of my clients who had gone through this process the reviews actually followed which was unbelievable i've never seen that before but anyway that's one of the key aspects but since he was getting no he didn't have any of that many reviews and his book was also not really selling at all. He had nothing to lose by actually just pull the first book down to unlist it all, unpublish it, and then put the new book up with a new title and the new cover. So it exactly is pulling all of these key strategies together. So that's exactly what he did. He unpublished it and then re-put out a new book. So it gets a new ISBN with a new cover, new title, and a new subtitle that involved this value proposition around his engine repair, specifically telling them what is it going to feel like to have these engines repaired. And the, and the title of the book became directly related to the engine repaired. And what happened was actually really miraculous. It was, he puts the book onto the market and he started seeing his sales double as a result of actually choosing a better title and subtitle. It makes that much of a difference. It's hard to believe. You sometimes don't think. You're thinking, well, look, why would somebody do that? I don't really understand. But in reality, they're never even going to get to your sales page where you're going to then convince them to buy your book if they don't already have some little curiosity like, well, what exactly is this book offering? Who is this book for? What benefits am I going to get if I, if I click on it? There's a risk of time being wasted if they click on it and then it doesn't deliver. So that's one of the reasons you want to make the promises. We have this direct promises of what you're saying your book is going to deliver right there in the title. It's, so they say, yes, this book is exactly for me. I need to know more. Click. And then there we go right into the sales page where they can start to then we're going to persuade them why exactly this book is the right book for them. The first thing is why this click is the right click for them to click them through so we can exactly get them onto that sales page and we can exactly see where they're at. And this is dealing with the nonfiction, but there are aspects that completely apply to the fiction. And sometimes when you're dealing with uh, certain tools and stuff, you're trying to figure out what exactly are necessary in order the best tools to go about this process. And that's one of the reasons I created a video, self-publishing a novel, three tools with underrated benefits, and you're gonna wanna check it up here and I will see you in the next video. Thanks.